It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. And we have got a busy Locked on Thunder coming up because about 20 minutes ago, and we're podcasting at 5.04 Central Time, word came out that Dennis Schroeder and Raymond Felton will be suspended for tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings. So what are the Thunder going to do about a point guard? We'll discuss that in segment number one. Plus, we'll tell you who got fined and who didn't get fined. The suspensions, the fines, everything having to do with the skirmish that took place between the Chicago Bulls a couple of nights ago here in Oklahoma City. And one guy, there there are two guys that did not get fined that I'm a little surprised by. One more than the other. We'll also have to do a little bit of rule explaining, but for the Thunder right now, they certainly are looking like they're in trouble against the Sacramento Teams King that they're 0-2 against this entire season. If we have time in segment number two, because I had a lot of Thunder stuff, that I wanted to talk about today. Anthony Davis is rumored to be going to the Los Angeles Lakers, or at least LeBron James was okay with Anthony Davis getting traded to the Lakers, and how could you not be? You got a chance to pick up one of the top five players in the NBA. Yeah, you're going to be all over that. What does that mean about the West? And ultimately, bigger picture when when it comes to the West, when we're looking at the way teams are bunched up now, I've got a question whether or not it's going to stay that way all year long. And I think I've said on this podcast that it is. But as the days go on, I'm becoming less and less convinced that that's what's going to happen. And we're going to start to see the cream rise to the top once we get to January. And I'll tell you what's starting to make me think that. And then we'll wrap things up today talking about how Kyrie Irving is off the mark when he's talking about players being censored or... They're not necessarily being censored, but why it's hard for players to talk. And the truth of the matter is, it's not hard for players to talk. We want to hear what players have to say about politics. We want to hear what they have to say about social issues. However, when you say things like the earth is flat, or that you didn't believe that the moon landing happened, then yeah, you're going to get criticized. And that's not just for NBA players. That goes for pretty much anybody in society That is high profile and puts that out there. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK, both proud members of the iHeartMedia family or the iHeartRadio family. I've covered the Thunder now for five and a half years almost, almost five and a half years. And I am a credentialed member of the media. If you like what you hear, and I certainly hope that you do, you can log on to Locked On Thunder and get all our podcasts. They are archived. And you can also get video and audio from players and coaches. And don't forget to go to LockedOnPodcast.com and subscribe to this podcast. Or just say, hey Alexa, play Locked On Thunder. 
and there it is right on your smart speaker or it's hey Google play Locked on Thunder and then just say Alexa play Locked on Thunder and and you've got it right there at your fingertips word came out about 20 minutes ago that Dennis Schroeder and Raymond Felton have both been suspended for tonight's game with the Sacramento Kings because they left the bench during the altercation with the Chicago Bulls. Now, they didn't leave the sidelines. No one had to leave the sidelines when this fight took place after Chris Dunn shoved Russell Westbrook and then things spilled over onto the bench. But because they got up on, because they got up off the bench and went to defend their players and went to make sure that a guy like Robin Lopez wouldn't get out of control and start throwing haymakers and were, I guess... Well, knowing Raymond Felton, I think Raymond could throw some haymakers himself if he needed to. Dennis, I'm not really sure about. But they were sticking up for their teammate. And because they did that, they get suspended. Robin Lopez gets fined $25,000 for his action. Jeremy Grant is twenty grand lighter in the wallet. And Chris Dunn, only $15,000 for, for shoving Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook didn't get fined at all. Russell Westbrook, who, if you read Barry Trammell's article earlier today, because I didn't see this. Remember, I sit up in the crow's nest for for these games. So there are times when you have skirmishes and you have things that are a little bit more nuanced. I've got to go back and watch them on television. But I didn't see Russell Westbrook lightly push Chris Dunn. I only saw Chris Dunn push Russell Westbrook and I saw Russ's laugh or reaction. And that is when the whole melee started. But according to Barry Trammell's article, Russ did the pushing. That's what set all the fireworks off. The NBA didn't see it either. They didn't find Russell Westbrook. They also didn't find or suspend Jim Boylan, which we all thought after what happened on Monday night, Jim Boylan would be suspended because he rushed over from the Chicago bench to go grab Jeremy Grant right around the neck and keep him off Robin Lopez. But because of the way the NBA rules are written, Players can't leave benches because of a fight or or for a fight, but coaches can because coaches have the right to go break things up. We can't do anything about it now. It's, it's, it's a horse crap rule that can't be changed at the moment, and Jim Boylan and the Chicago Bulls benefited from it. But what can be done if the NBA is smart is to take a look at this tape, see how Boylan acted with Jeremy Grant, and then put in a rule that says that, yes, you can still leave the bench if you're a coach, but you must not put your hand on an opposing team's player. You can only put your hands on your players. And for Jim Boylan, this is the best of both worlds for him. He made out like a bandit in this. Not only did he pull Jeremy Grant away from Robin Lopez, and as Clay Horning pointed out to me, if Robin... Lopez wanted to go nuts and start punching Jeremy Grant at that time. He very well could have. Not only did he do that, but he avoids a fine and he endeared himself to players because of all the turmoil that had been going on in Chicago. If you're now on that team, especially if you're Robin Lopez, you're thinking, well, hey, this guy's got my back, so he's not so bad after all. So he wanted us to practice after we got beat by 50 plus points. Uh, what's the worst that can happen because he'll at least stand up for me in a fight? Hate this rule, and I hate it for the Thunder because now the Thunder are put in a situation where you don't have a backup point guard for tonight's game. Both of them will either be on the bench or in a suit, and I can't remember the NBA. Some tells me you're, you may not even be allowed in the arena. So neither one of them will be out at the Golden One Center tonight or Arco Jr., as I like to call it. So what are the Thunder going to do? Well, 
My first thought, if I'm Billy Donovan and I've got to work my way around this, and I'm interested to see what Billy Donovan says before the game, and I'm sorry we're not going to have audio for that since that's out in Sacramento and I wanted to get this thing published. If I'm Billy Donovan, my thought is, is I do my best to sort of stagger Russell Westbrook and, and Paul George, which isn't ideal at all because you've got to start them both. And you want him on the court as much as possible. But Paul is about the only other guy on this team with no Raymond Felton, no Dennis Schroeder, that I feel comfortable enough having him bring the ball up court and then run the offense. I'm not really comfortable with Alex Sabrinas doing it. And I understand that this is the day and age of positionless basketball. But there's something about Alex Sabrinas just being a guy that should just catch and shoot and play defense. That's really all I want him to do. You could have Deontay Burton do it. And Deontay Burton is a guy that Billy Donovan has lauded for being one of the most versatile players and a guy that's willing to do anything on the Thunder. And then after that, well, I don't know, Timotei Luwak-Habero. There's really there's really nobody there. You're just going to have to to piecemeal it together for 48 minutes tonight and try and keep your head above water as you're playing a team that you've struggled with this season. And that's the thing that probably gets under my gets under my skin the most about this entire situation is the Thunder need a win over the Sacramento Kings, who have beat them twice this year. And the next time the Thunder get to see them won't be until February. But I was really looking at the Thunder tonight coming off that game with Chicago where you had a dominating performance and it was starting to feel like they were going to get that momentum back after losing three of four. And now you suffer this setback with two very important guys sitting on the bench. It would have been one thing if it was just Schroeder. It would have been another thing if it was just Raymond. But to have them both on the bench, well, you're screwed. And Billy Donovan knows that full good and well and, and how you're going to kind of piece it together. And, I mean, you can extend. I don't know how many, I mean, how many more minutes can you extend George and Westbrook out? I guess you can extend Alex Sabrinas' minutes out tonight, but... Tell me, I mean, if you extend Alex Sabrinas' minutes out, which is what was tossed around today, does that instill any confidence in you as a fan? I mean, Alex Sabrinas will play defense, and every once in a while he'll get hot, but is there anything that's been consistent enough in Alex Sabrinas' play where you want him trying to make up for what you're losing offensively with Dennis Schroeder not being in this game? And, and, and my answer to that is no. I'd like to see Alex Sabrinas have a fantastic night tonight. But more importantly, I'd like to see him over the next few games be able to build on that. And he just really hasn't been able to do it. So that's the latest with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm Eric G. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, is anyone got an opportunity to be dominant on the road in the NBA besides the Toronto Raptors? Also, I'm not so convinced that the West is going to stay the way it is. And I'll tell you why next right here on LOT. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
You're listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We've got another episode of Locked On Sooners about to drop as well. And depending on when you're listening to this episode of Locked On Thunder, Locked On Sooners may already be out. Talking a little bit about National Signing Day, not doing the usual breakdown that you would normally get on other podcasts. We're looking at recruiting as a whole, also giving you some thoughts on OU men's basketball team who won last night against Creighton. That's the Locked On Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And the easiest place to get the Locked On Podcast Network is your smart speaker. Just say, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners podcast or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners podcast. Or you can say, Alexa, play Locked On Thunder podcast or, hey, Google, play Locked On Thunder podcast and she'll do it for you. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm not convinced that the Western Conference is going to stay as bunched up as it is right now. And there's some telltale signs that things are about to start evening out. And those teams that we thought were going to be really good in the Western Conference are going to be those teams in the Western Conference that we think they are. First, you've got the Houston Rockets, who have just won four straight. They're a game over 500. And at the moment, they're just a half game out of the playoffs. And the Kings, who the Thunder play tonight, are on a one-game losing streak. However, they have they are 6-4 and four in their last 10. So I don't want to completely give up on the Kings, but the Rockets going through everything that they've gone through this year, still trying to figure out what that roster is. And yeah, Daryl Morey's going to make some move here over the next few months that'll that'll make the Rockets more whole than what they are. If they're starting to figure it out now, they become very dangerous once January turns around. And then you've got the San Antonio Spurs, who are on a whopping one-game, one streak, but also 6-4 and four in their last 10. Same position that the Rockets. Those two teams are going to start to come around. It's your Memphis, it's your Clippers, who combined have lost seven straight, you're going to start to see those teams fall. Now, granted, you may go back and listen to this podcast a few weeks from now, and you may call me the biggest idiot in the world. And if you do so, hey, you're in good company because my wife would totally agree with you, and she would agree with you on that every single day, all day. But I start to see the West becoming a conference where you will see the strong survive, where Oklahoma City, Houston, San Antonio start to assert themselves and start to separate themselves from the pack. And for OKC, I thought it was going to be an opportunity for them to get started on that tonight against the Sacramento Kings. But now that you've had this sit back, we may have to wait another couple of games as they start to get their bearings about themselves. And the other reason this game is so important for Oklahoma City, right now they're 500 on the road, which in the NBA is really good, especially in the Western Conference. Uh, the, the team with the best road record in the Western Conference right now, Denver, and they're only two games above 500 at eight and six. And you start looking up and down the association, everybody is pretty much in that either just above 500, below 500, or just crummy on the road, for the exception of the Toronto Raptors, who are 12 and five. And that's more of an, an anomaly than it is anything else. But if you can stay above 500 on the road and you can play well under really tough circumstances, it, it certainly sets you up to be good during the playoffs. And for Oklahoma City, as stressful as the playoffs are, look at a game like this tonight. And I get that it's in December, 
But you look at a game like this tonight where you've got to go in there with some adverse circumstances, playing a team that you haven't beat all year long. This is a great opportunity, even now. And I know that this sounds like coach speak. This is something that Billy Donovan would would probably say to the media. I don't know, Billy. He's really not a rah-rah guy. But there would be some coach, most likely a college coach, that will tell you, hey, we've got a great opportunity to go out and prove ourselves tonight. We need to go prove ourselves. Well, that's where Oklahoma City is. Go out, prove yourself. Prove to yourself, prove to everyone else that even in adverse situations, you can win on the road and take that and build off of it as the rest of the year goes along. Speaking of the Western Conference and how it may get bunched up, there are rumors out there that Anthony Davis could end up with the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron wants that. The Lakers want that. But the Pelicans, not so, at least right now, are really not committed to trading Anthony Davis. And if you're going to trade him, you better get a King's Ransom for him. And I don't know what you could get from the Los Angeles Lakers that would make it worth giving up. I don't see where there is a certain amount of draft picks. Um, are you willing to give up? Are you willing to part ways with a guy like Lonzo Ball? Because that, if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, he's in the deal. You're giving him up. I'm getting Lonzo Ball. We start there, then we start talking about draft picks. But I'm going to rake you over the coals in order to make this happen because I'm giving you a top five player. And what I want more than anything, and this is why I can't be a GM in the league, is because tanking would never really sit that well with me, even though I know it's a necessary evil at some point. That you've got to tank and trust the process, as they say, and try and build the way that 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 Philadelphia did. I I want some starting blocks to build on. I want young players or draft picks or something. If I if I've just tapped out with all the guys that I have, then I need something that I can put start I need a guy that I can start putting people around as the years go on. And if you can't give me that in return, if all you can give me is hope. And and that's what a draft pick is to me. It's it's not tangible. It's just hope. It's it's hope that I've I've A done my homework, I've scattered right, but more importantly, this guy that I'm getting is gonna pan out. He looked great. Hey, he looked great in AAU. He looked great in college for that one year. He looked fantastic in in the workouts. What I don't know is how he's going to handle the NBA life. It's still it's the whole risk versus reward thing. But if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, Rockets and Houston keep winning the way that they do, then you are looking at a Western Conference sooner rather than later. That, that, that starts to shape up and, and get itself in order with the anomaly being the Denver Nuggets, which aren't going anywhere anytime this anytime soon this season and, and a team that'll be reckoned with. But other than that, it'll pretty much be your usual suspects. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll wrap things up today telling you how Kyrie Irving was way off the mark when talking about Steph Curry. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We've got Locked On Sooners that's going to drop here in just a bit. And uh, we do thank you for uh, supporting the Locked On Podcast Network. All you got to do to get any of our Locked On Podcasts is just go to LockedOnPodcast.com. You can subscribe there. You can also subscribe on Apple iTunes. And there's Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa. But let me talk about Alexa and Google real quick because that's the easiest, fastest way to get our podcast. Because all you have to do is say, Alexa, play Locked On, insert team name here, podcast and she'll pull it right up. So whenever you're with your friends and you're telling them about the podcast or the network or whatever, if you've got a smart speaker, say, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder. And there it is. And that way you can introduce to your friends to it in a very easy manner. And uh, I had a friend ask me, he's like, well, what's the purpose of the podcast? And and without getting like too deep into uh, some philosophical stuff, it's like, hey, man, it's it's narrow focused. So like here, we're focusing strictly on the Oklahoma City Thunder and it's on-demand listening at convenience. And we try and do so in a bite-sized manner so you don't have to wade through four hours of a show in order to get the content you want. There's a lot that's behind it. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, as, I, as I've said always. I, I love doing the, these shows and, and I hope you are enjoying them as much as I am. Kyrie Irving now, way off the mark. Dude, I don't know what you're thinking telling people that it's tough for you and Steph Curry to speak out when you want to talk about things. Because as the media, we loved it when Carmelo Anthony would talk about the NCAA. We loved it when Carmelo Anthony would get into social issues. And what we crave more than anything as members of the media, and this is not, this this is, I wanted to spill this as, as the myth. Because the myth is, is that we love to build guys up only to turn around and knock them down. And certainly Russell Westbrook buys into that. With the way that Russell Westbrook treats the media, Russell Westbrook solely buys, wholly buys into that fact that we're just going to burn him. Our attitude about all that is, is one, we want to be a neutral party. And, and for me, I, I'm, I try and be neutral. I try and be objective, but I cover the thunder. And I admit that I'm a Thunder fan. All right, I'm digressing. So back onto the point. We need to be objective, meaning that when you do something good, we want to praise you. When you do something bad, we want to have the freedom to criticize. And we know that you're not always going to like what we say. But what we want more than anything, and this is what the original point is, is we want to know, especially now, that you're more than just basketball. The sports media is not a shut-up-and-dribble media. It's full of guys, usually guys younger than myself, who are not that far removed from college, far enough that you've got some life experience, but still close enough where you're holding on to those ideals that your professors imparted on you. And for me, I I really, look, I have a degree, but I really never graduated. College is in my heart. I love being on college campuses and around college students and professors, etc., So what we want to know, there's that thirst for knowledge, which is one of the reasons why we do what we do is because we can ask questions. We want to know that there's more than just basketball behind the eyes. At least I do. I want to know that you've got something to say, that you are watching the news, that you're aware of current events, that you have an opinion on something other than whether or not you need to sign with Nike or Under Armour or Adidas or who the hell ever. I want to know that you care about what's going on in this country, what's going on in the world. And if you've got an opinion on that, let me hear it. Let me hear that opinion. And I don't go out of my way to make people look bad. But when you start espousing things like the earth is flat, 
after there are pictures from outer space that show something completely different. When you say that you don't believe in the moon landing, when again, there is proof of that. Um, yes, I know, you, you probably didn't go into outer space to see it, but there is proof of that. Yeah, you're going to get criticized and people are going to look at you and they're going to kind of scratch their head. And for Kyrie Irving, they're really going to scratch their head when he said the earth is flat because you went to Duke which is one of the hardest schools to get into in this country, whether you play basketball or not. It's a very difficult school to get into. And look, I know Duke is not what it was 15 years ago, 10, maybe even five years ago. Uh, maybe you go back seven, eight years where you, you really feel like Duke is full of students. I mean, look, they've turned into a one-and-done factory like everybody else is. But when Kyrie was there... There was still the myth that Duke was an academic school and he's blowing that all to hell. It's not about, it's not even about what you say. It is, it's about what you say. It's not about how you say it, it's what you say. And if you say something that, you know, really, I mean, look, it's one thing to have an opinion that, that you don't like the president. It's another thing to fly in the face of scientific fact. Uh, that, that can be irrefutable, yeah, you're going to get criticized for that. But anybody would who's in the spotlight. This isn't just an NBA thing. We go for anybody that said that. I mean, can you imagine if the president... Nah, well, you know what? We're not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, I can see you were thinking the same thing I was thinking. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're thinking there. All right, so this is the Locked Off Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, damn you, NBA, for having rules that don't allow Jim Boylan to get suspended. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about this game with the Sacramento Kings and a whole lot more. We'll break that down and uh, give you as much thunder as we can in 30 minutes or less. And until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And, of course, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 